what I'm telling you is right. it's the car. It's well, that's car it, that's the car. Yeah, we are actually winning the safety statistics. Yeah, really? which is good. Really? Really? How long you been training yourself? Uh, you never stop training. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you never stop training. Yeah, you never stop learning. My first logbook entry was on a date where I wasn't still yet born. You get into that airplane, you crank the motors, uh, the starter motor, and, and, and just go. Good afternoon. Uh, today we are at Friedrichshafen Air Show and we got a very unique chance uh, to speak to Martin, who is a pilot himself and he is an operation of Diamond Aircrafts. And we would ask uh, Martin to present himself first of all and then uh, start to tell what exactly you sell and what uh, what are the advantages of Diamond. So that's what we want to discuss today. Uh, thank you for having the opportunity to speak here in this interview. Thank you, thank you very much and uh, it's a great great pleasure to have you here. Um, yeah, thank you. My, my name is Martin Scherer and, and I'm uh, responsible for Diamond's flight operations um, and uh, Diamond's flight training. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working for Diamond since 2004. Yeah, so so I've seen, it's, it's really a long I've career, it's almost 20 years. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna highlight a little bit what the main features of, of Diamond Aircraft are now. You see, yeah. me personally, as uh, owner of uh, another generation uh, of aircrafts, of uh, VLG, Honda Jet, uh, I'm not that much aware of the turboprops like, okay. like Diamond. But me personally, I've been flying many times with the, I think, previous version of Diamond 62. Right. And I love it very much. It's a very nice car in the air. Right. But tell us more on how it looks on technical side. So this is the new model, yes? This is Correct. a new generation. So, so we basically have our, our fleet of products. We have uh, distributed into four parts. The two main parts is, is it single or twin? Yeah. Yes. Engine. So we are actually all using diesel engine, yeah? piston engines, and um, and but the technology is 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 always the diesel engine behind it. We also produce our own engine, the Diamond, really? with the subsidiary Austria engines. Okay. Yeah? It's per, it's based on a Mercedes Daimler technology. That's yeah? what what I'm telling you. So right? it's the car. It's car that's it. There. That's the car. Yeah. And. And then uh, between this single engine or twin engine airplanes, um, we, we distinguish in the size. Yeah? So we do have the four seaters yeah? or the luxury class. And as you speak like this, uh, you see here in the background, this is the Diamond DS62. This is our, our, our biggest model. And um, this is an up to seven seater. So back to the automotive, back to the cars, I always say it's, it, it's the SUV of the sky. Yeah? Yes. And uh, this is powered by two Austria engine AE330, each 180 horsepower engine, um, turbocharged, and this power can be held up to 10,000 feet, uh, where it then slowly decreases, and the certified altitude of this airplane is 20,000 feet. Yeah. While the cruise speed is up to 190 knots, which is approximately 380 minus 40, uh, it's about uh, 340 kilometers per hour. Uh, okay, and it's one pilot operation? Correct. The airplane is very intuitive and very simple to operate. We have here the most modern avionics from Garmin, okay. uh, with the Garmin G1000 NXI, which gives a very good interface to the pilot, and, and doing so, these aircraft can be easily flown by single pilot operations. Yeah. So, single pilot plus 
six passengers, which is really up, good. Up to six passengers. There's an option of having a different kind of seat rows and seating yes, configuration, yes, 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 yes. but uh, up to six passengers, yes, correct. How safe uh, are these aircrafts? Um, we are that safe that we are actually winning the safety statistics, yeah, really? which is good. Okay. Um, you always have to distinguish between passive safety and active safety. This means actually, what's well, the difference? Um, the difference is the safety which prevents that something is happening. And the other safety is if something happens, yeah, make the lowest amount of injury. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and uh, the diamond has put a very high effort and very high standards into these safety conditions. Yeah? Uh, we can talk probably about now the next days about the safety concept of diamond aircraft, but just taking taking uh, the kind of human-machine interface, the easy oper operational uh, conditions of these aircraft, um, the, the power it has, the, the excess power it has, uh, uh, second engine for sure, these are all um, points which, which, which helps you to prevent something. But if it comes to the point and you have the accident, we do have a lot of different items inside the, inside the aircraft which prevents that there's injury coming up. For example, the tanks in the wings, yeah, these are aluminium tanks protected by two wings bars. Okay. So we have two wings bars, which actually already also makes the flight with one wings bar possible. But we have two of them, okay. right? And okay. this already protects the fuel inside the crash, right? Okay. Um, or you are just actually sitting inside the cabin here in in, in uh, some kind of a monocoque structure with with crash worthiness tested uh, seats, and uh, which absorb the energy. Uh, so it doesn't give it further to your spine, for example. Right? So the, the safety concept is very big here. And you see, we, we have uh, clients who never been really operating or flying uh, private jets uh, like these uh, themselves. So let's say if you have a person who has some sufficient time uh, right. and uh, can a bit relax and enjoy uh, flying uh, from zero level, uh, how long time could it take for the education to, to, to become a pilot of these uh, aircraft? This to is, fly his own this is, uh, Yes, this is a, that's a very good uh, question because, because in, in contrast to business jets or to, to complex aircraft, yeah, these aircraft are simple to operate, so it, it doesn't, for sure it needs training and, 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 and decent training, comprehensive training in a certain way because the more he knows and the more abilities he has, the safer his operation is. Yes, sure. But it is absolutely sufficient yeah, uh, to have a private pilot license yeah, and a multi-engine piston rating to fly this aircraft. Yeah, so I would say if he, if he puts significant effort in it, it can be done within a couple of months. So two, three months, uh, three months, let's uh, say. This would be very enthusiastic, I would call it, right? Um, to make to make a private pilot license to the multi-engine within three months, this is this is uh, very fast. Yeah, but but uh, I would not say it's impossible. So, but uh, the standard process would be some theoretical, of course, part. Correct. Then yep. uh, simulators, I assume. Um, not necessarily for the private pilot license. Yeah. Uh, so, so basically, what you do is a, a theoretical part. You can do this also on on basis of CPT training. Mm -hmm. yeah? So, for example, Diamond is here um, um, uh, partnering uh, with, uh, with a company called Avionica. Mm -hmm. um, 
they do very good basis on, on, on CPTs. Yeah? So you can get this information out of the CPTs, you can learn on your own, but you still have standardization courses within the flight school. And uh, then you do about 45 hours of flight training, um, the skill test, and to be able to make uh, the, the rating for a multi-engine aircraft, you have to have 70 hours, I'm talking about EASA standards, yes, so yes, European yes, standards, yes, yes. 70 hours of piloting command time on the single, then you can do the multi-engine time. And, oh. and the multi-engine is not a big topic, this is done within three, four days. Yeah. So it's enthusiastic training, but it is it is something which is is it's, it's possible within a couple. Of How long you been training yourself? Uh, you never stop training. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you never stop training. Yeah, you never stop learning. But but. Um, and which uh, aircraft uh, are you flying yourself? What, uh, which one do you prefer? Let's put this my, way. My preferred aircraft is for sure. Well, the Diamonds. They 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 really fly like pilot pilot planes. Yeah, they're really very intuitive to fly. It's hard to say um, a specific model because all of them have certain kind of advantages and disadvantages against each other. Yeah, but if I if I would put it up to a rating, I would I would probably go for a 42, right? Um, uh, because this is piloting-wise uh, very intuitive, very nice to fly. It's a little bit smaller um, and 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 therefore um, uh, more intuitive, so to speak. The 62 is. On the other side, it's big in the cockpit, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I'm also flying the Phenom 100. Okay. Yeah? Um, and, and I tell you, the 62 is bigger, it's more, uh, it's bigger than it's, the Phenom 100. What, let's yeah? say, if you choose in between, as a pilot, to choose yeah. in between flying Diamond 62 and the Phenom 100, uh, you would take Diamond. Okay. Right. No, I, I really, I, yeah. you know, you don't, my personal impression, you don't feel that you are in aircraft. So right. I mean, you feel yourself like a standard road car, and you don't well, it's, feel it's, any. It's the uh, pilot's own aircraft, you know. The Phenom and, and the smaller uh, uh, business jets do have their do have their their, their business. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. But as a pilot, yeah, I prefer such aircraft. Uh, and I love this Diamond 42, which is in front of us. It's, it seems to be a bit changed model. Yes, it's what it's it's a new generation of Diamond 42. Yeah, the 42 has been has been on the road for quite a while, about 20 years, yeah. Um, and there uh, with different kind of engines it came through and and uh, and a couple of years ago we did the newest generation uh, which is uh, the the 42 with the Austria engines, 170 horsepower each side. And then we also implemented up to 24 aerodynamical changes which increase the performance of the aircraft in respect to uh, takeoff ground roll and uh, cruising performance, glide performance and so on. And this is what we call the DF-42-6, mm -hmm. the sixth generation of this aircraft. Oh, okay. D tell a bit more about technical part of this. Uh... Sure. So basically the 42 and the 62, they are um, Procedures-wise, uh, equipment-wise, system equipment-wise, and, and performance-wise, very similar aircraft. Yeah. So if you fly one of these airplanes, it's very easy to convert to the other. Yeah. Basically, is the difference about the size in the cabin. Yeah. So, so we're talking here about uh, an, an um, a speed of again about 190 knots, yeah, 340 kA uh, approximately, 18,000 feet maximum altitude, and um, a maximum takeoff mass of, of uh, two tons. So this is a little bit lighter than the uh, 62. Yeah, um, we're talking here about let's say 500 kilograms of payload, uh, depending for sure which kind of options are installed in the aircraft. Um, 
while we're talking here about 650 kilograms of payload. And Diamond 42, what kind of options could be? Let's, let's distinguish in different kind of ranges. There could be avionics options, there would, could be weather avoidance options, there could be navigation options, yeah, there could be comfort options. Yeah? So I give you examples for, for each of those, right? So um, navigation options could be, do I have a DME, do I have an ADF, right? Weather avoidance options, yeah? weather radar, anti-icing system, right? Um, Oxygen system to fly high yeah, is also a possibility because it, it's not a pressurized cabin though, right? Yes, so I've you been need flying to have myself Diamond uh, right. 62 uh, above uh, Mont Blanc and uh, right. I don't know how to call it in English and French, we call it cannuli. Yeah. So when you Canulous. put some Canulous. Canulous, uh, yeah. when you put yeah. uh, oxygen, it's, uh, it looks uh, a bit uh, Dangerous, but uh, nothing, nothing special. Can, can you explain how it works and what is it for? Well, the, the, the main important thing is the higher you fly and you do not pressurize your cabin, yeah, so you do not boost your cabin, uh, because all these jets, uh, which are flying very high altitudes, they, they simulate an atmosphere inside the, inside the cabin, which is similar to a higher mount, like 2,000 meters, right? Um, so, so nothing specifically bad, but if you do not have this kind of pressurization, uh, which is heavy and very expensive, yeah, um, if you do not have such kind of, of a pressurized cabin, um, you are faced to the atmosphere in which you are flying at. Which means, if you are flying at 5,500 meters of altitude, you just have half of the air pressure, right? Which means, yeah, um, you also have less oxygen available. But you need the oxygen for your normal body to work. Right? Absolutely. Um, so we're talking here about the hemoglobin saturation, right? Which needs to be at least 92% and higher. Yes. Yeah. And if you do not get this kind of oxygen saturation, yeah, then it becomes dangerous. Yeah, because your body and your, your brain and so cannot work as you should do. But this right? uh, this equipment is required only when you fly really high, like for example, Above 10, cross, feet, uh, like right? crossing uh, Mont Blanc. Uh, yes, correct. And you don't really have that many <laughs> Mont Blancs in Europe. Uh, no, but, but let's put it like this. Uh, you can easily get into conditions where you say, um, I have an icing layer uh, between 5,000 and 10,000 feet. Ah, okay. my, my, you have to jump my, over. My instrument uh, minimum flight altitude is six seven thousand feet in that area mm -hmm. yeah so I'm full in the icing conditions right yeah which I want to avoid so I climb up yes. oh ten thousand feet eleven thousand feet I'm still in there yeah? yes, yes. Ah, twelve thousand feet thirteen thousand now I'm getting out of the clouds yeah yes. but now I'm too high yes. yeah and now you want to take the oxygen and this is exactly what you mentioned you have this cannulas yes yeah? this oxygen bottle which actually gives you the necessary amount of oxygen for the flight altitude you're flying at yes uh, I mean it looks a bit strange, but uh, not, nothing, nothing special. It, uh, it looks a little bit adventurous, yes, uh, correct, uh, but this is actually for flight safety. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. No, I mean, considering uh, the difference in the pricing for aircrafts with right. pressurization and without, so I mean, yeah, that's three, four one. times difference, oh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really that, important. That, that's right, yes. Yeah. yeah, and then we do have options like comfort options, yeah, uh, like an air condition. 
Yes. Right? And air conditioning is a pure comfort thing. There's nothing about safety inside. Yeah, right? yeah. and you sometimes, especially for South and France and Monaco, you need the air conditioning, I believe. Yes, if you're talking about maybe doing some kind of charter business where you yeah. have guests on board, you know, between you and me, we are pilots, we have the passion to fly. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah. We, we take more torture than necessary, yeah, probably sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you want to have the, the, the innocent guy inside the aircraft, you just want to transport from A to B, yeah, you need to give them the comfort they like to have. And can you give just an idea, just an idea of operational costs for Diamond 62 and Diamond 42? Yeah, so um, operational costs is a, is, a, is a big discussion, what do you include here, right? Yes, and tell uh, us. But, yes. but let, a typical number uh, where you can compare aircraft to aircraft is the direct operating costs. So a direct operating cost, DOC, is, is the number where you say, well, I have the aircraft on ground, how much does it cost? per hour to get the aircraft into the air, yes. right? So I already have paid for the insurance, I have paid for the pilot, I have paid for the hangar, I have paid for the for the purchase, uh, call that all, yeah? But what does it specifically cost if I get this airplane up there, right? So this is basically maintenance costs per flight hour, yes. yeah? And fuel, Yes. okay? Um, maintenance costs per flight hour on the 62, you can uh, estimate approximately 175 uh, euros per hour which includes already the overhaul of both engines, yep. um, life-limited parts, labors, consumables, and so forth. Right? So, in fact, without fuel, it's just below 200 euros. I mean, yes. including all yes. unpredictable costs and so on. Yes, yeah, 175 on the 62, 135 on the 42. Oh, it's even, it's even, even lower, yes. right? And fuel costs, this is for sure one yeah, of the big advantages of Diamond. Yes, but this is one of the big advantages of Diamond because we are using this diesel technology, very low fuel consumption, and we're using jet fuel. Mm. Yeah? Because even though it's a piston engine, and normal piston engines actually have this kind of AFGAS, 100 yes. octane fuel, yes, yes, yes. but this is using kerosene fuel, yes, jet yeah. A1, which is cheaper and the fuel consumption is low. So we're talking here about depending on the fuel price for sure, but let's let's call it about 50 euros per hour. 50 yeah? euros per 50 hour? 50 euros per hour, approximately. 50 euros per hour, it's not much. No. I, I mean, uh, probably it's uh, one for, uh, three times of the car, but it's right. a different speed and different... Right. Uh, if you have the fuel taxes, then for sure, it depends on the... On the, on the so, 250 on the, euros uh, per hour, probably including this all taxes yeah, and yeah, so roughly, there, roughly yeah, 250 so I mean uh, for me to fly from Nice to Paris if I decide today for tomorrow it would be 700 euros 900 euros yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you got into the into the point where you want to be yeah, and, sure, and then fly sure. there and there's no no check-in times no 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 waiting times and so on and yeah. you fly when you want to fly yeah, it's, it's really not impressive. When the it's you. really impressive yeah. considering the Absolutely different level of yeah. comfort and service and time spent. And you have to say that this aircraft certified for bad weather conditions. Yes. Which means you do have an anti-icing system which is certified for known icing. Yeah? You do have a weather radar on board. You do have oxygen on board where you can get high and so on. So it is a certain kind of independence which it gives to you, right? Yes. Um, because this is always the problem with the smaller airplanes um, that if they don't have these kind of systems, yeah, it's nice to have it, but when you want to fly now, now I have my date in Paris, I need to go there, yeah. Yeah, then oh, weather is bad, uh, can't use it. But with these aircraft, you're, you're literally uh, weather independent, yeah, yeah. for sure. 
in the normal safe way how to operate an aircraft. Interesting. And uh, so we discussed briefly two aircraft. So what else you present at uh, Friedrichshafen Air Show? Correct. So we do have here um, these two engine, the twin engineer planes, yeah, and exactly the same airframe in the cabin wise we have as a single uh, engine counterpart. The 42 has a DF40, mm -hmm. and the DF62 has a DF50. Yeah? It's a five-seat aircraft against a four-seat aircraft, single engine, so you can watch it is the same. They have very similar um, engine systems, and for sure, with a single engine, um, the operational capability gets lower, right? But also the price gets much lower, right? Um, and uh, very specifically what we actually show here at Aero Friedrichshafen, we're delighted to show, is that a new project comes up which, which uh, presents the, the sustainable energy uh, thinking we have today in our, in our generation um, because we are uh, showing off here with our EDF40, electro-driven uh, DF40, um, for sure flying you from Saint-Tropez to Paris is probably not possible, yes, right? It's too, because too far this away. is too far away, right? But it shows you already that there is a way how to use electric energy inside aviation. And the idea is of having here a battery-powered electric engine um, for flight training purposes. So this aircraft can fly up to 90 minutes. Um, giving you the possibility to make a flight training sortie of 60 to 70 minutes, which is very usual because uh, after 60 or 70 minutes the flight student is done, right? And if the flight student is not is done, then the flight instructor is done. So one yeah, of these two are done, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, then it's time to land and and and, and uh, recharge the battery. So this would be working, yeah. And. Um, so we are we are uh, delighted to work on this project, and we should have the maiden flight of this uh, of this system by year's end. Okay. Yeah. So, but you don't know yet uh, the pricing idea and a the commercial. There is no commercial uh, uh, project uh, numbers to share yet. Yeah, because we really need to get batteries and and that done, which is all on track. Yeah. But uh, let's get the maiden flight done first. Uh, but uh, when uh, theoretically could be the uh, finalization of certification? Because we know that it's not sufficient just to produce, but it's important also to get all necessary certification. Let's let's cross our fingers for year end next year. Oh, so fast! Yeah, May of 2023, 2024. Because the aircraft itself is a certified airframe. Yes. Yeah. And this is the good thing as being an, um, an aircraft manufacturer. So that's the main, uh, the main uh, advantage of being an aircraft manufacturer that can easily adapt yeah, its, its certified airframes yeah, to make a change, to make uh, TC changes or also STCs, yeah, where you can uh, work easily with that. Yeah. Okay, so it's really impressive that uh, for 20 years you are devoted to Diamond, <laughs> almost right. 20 years. Almost, and, uh, yeah. I like uh, the company developed and uh, maybe uh, the question I ask everybody, how you personally came to aviation? Why aviation? That, that's a very good point. Um, my first logbook entry was on a date where I wasn't still yet born. Really? Uh, because actually my, my father gave it to with his, with his jeans, give it yes, to me, yeah. right? 
So um, he was a pilot himself? Uh, he was a pilot himself. Okay. Yeah. And it was still in the belly of my mother when he actually put me inside the logbook as I was flying with him. Ah, so okay. Okay. No. okay. So no, it, it became from small on and then started with gliding, doing the private licenses, so private pilot licenses. And uh, pretty soon that I found out I want to I work in aviation. Um, for sure, piloting was always uh, some kind of, yeah, I want to do that, but how can I do that? And, and um, after military service, I actually uh, chose the way of doing an, an academic route, yeah, where I actually studied aviation technology. And uh, parallel to that, I did the commercial pilot licenses and, and multis and instrument rating and so on. And within this uh, university degree, I had an internship. Mm -hmm. uh, this was 2004, and I was lucky to get uh, this done at Diamond Aircraft. Okay. Yeah. So they called me from the very first minute and said, yes, this is the company where I want to work. And military for. service, you also made in aviation or no? Uh, yes, I was actually, uh, not, not as a flying part, but I actually was on the technical team of Bell 212 helicopters. Yeah. So, so you so know how technical part works, right. by the way. And, and well, I was also lucky to fly on these helicopters, okay. right? So not as pilot, but I could join them. Yeah. And uh, this was the same time when I, when I did my private pilot license, so it was very good for me to see well, how they are operating, how, how the pilots are working here on a professional level. So this was this was great. Yeah, that's yeah. really impressive. Well, I like I like uh, these aircrafts, and uh, uh, I think it's a very good solution probably for aviation academies, aviation schools. This yes, type of yeah. Uh, and the good thing is that the conversion from one aircraft type to the other is easy. So if you think about the syllabus of how to how to produce an, an ATP pilot, they start with a single engine aircraft, yeah, and then they work to the twin engine aircraft, and then they work further to a, a twin jet somehow with mm -hmm. FS systems, and they basically start everything from simulators to the singles to the twins and so always with a full equipped FS aircraft. Yeah, so they they really know how to operate this. So I assume, considering how popular Diamond aircrafts are. I assume that uh, schools uh, buy uh, like a fleets, uh, they not do. just a single they do. aircraft. Yes, correct. So we do have also fleet sales products or programs, yeah, uh, including uh, flight simulators for our aircraft for the DF-40 and DF-42. So this rounds up the complete solution. And I just recently managed, uh, a couple of minutes, I managed uh, the partnership with the Avionica company, which does the CPTs. So they actually provide also the CPT. Um, for the theoretical parts. Okay. Right, so we really have, you call it the flight school out of a box. Okay, maybe a last question, uh, considering that you've been so busy during the show. Tell me, what do you think about this uh, Friedrichshafen show and how successful it was for you? Uh, so far, it's day three, right? Uh, amazing, right? So I'm, I'm just uh, chatting a little bit with our sales managers and say, well, I've stolen an aircraft again. So it's really good. After after two years of break, we are really delighted to be here again. Yeah, it's, it's really nice to, to, to see the show, to see common faces and known faces, to have the talks, and, yeah. and but to see also new ones. Yeah, I have I to say that the yeah. traffic itself with all the GA aircraft coming in so is always busy, but this is how it used to be, I would say. But I have to tell that the quality yeah, of the talks we have over here, right? Increase a lot. It's very high quality, uh, quality uh, discussions we have. Here. How do you explain this? Why? How? What? What I mean is, is that we still have um, uh, the normal questions and answer sessions. Yeah. But what the percentage of customers who wants to buy aircraft 
right? And to make business with Diamond and so on, or partners with to, to, to make business with Diamond is on a very high level. So a lot of a lot of uh, serious talks here. I have my personal explanation to this, and in fact, I agree with you that uh, due to COVID, quite a number of people uh, started rethink uh, their their understanding of aviation. So they they faced uh, lack of uh, regular traveling, right. all these border control checks, and so mm -hmm. on. So I mean, now people understand that uh, that. Uh, your own aircraft or chartered aircraft is probably easy solution like for example if you if you want to come from france to okay whatever slovenia and then you have to cross by for example by car italy and in italy you have a new uh, like in, we had it in february or march uh, in france we haven't had these covid passes in Italy, they still had passes. Right. Uh, they were not accepting French headache. passes. It's a headache. Uh, you yeah. have to use the mask, while in other countries you don't use. And you, and, know. And you are here talking about countries. Yes. Did you know in the beginning of COVID, yeah, Germany exists of 16, what do you call it, regions or, or Bundesländer? 16. Yes, yes. And every Bundesland had its own rules. Yeah, yeah, and the same yeah. in Italy, by the way. We, wanted to, different we wanted to ferry a DF-14 to Hessen, yes, 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 right? Yes, yes. And they said everything was planned and we got an exemption to get there and so on, where the borders have been closed. And and we went into, we wanted to go to Hessen to Eagles, uh, Eaglesbach. Yes. And on the day before flight, one hour before flight, the, the German police called it, you're not allowed to go. I said, oh, really? Why? Yeah, because of COVID restrictions, you're not allowed to go. I called in Bavaria, in Straubing, yeah, where we're allowed to land. And so we go to Bavaria first and then make an inter-German flight. So it was, it was strange. No, but time. still in Germany, yeah. there is a logic behind. But I can tell you my personal experience with Diamond, and that's, I mean, this is for the Diamond history books. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, just in the middle of COVID, it was like uh, Christmas year before the most difficult timing of COVID. We had AOG of our Honda jet in uh, Moscow airport. Right. And uh, it was not that important, but still uh, German uh, staff, uh, technical staff had to come to Russia right. to fix it. and. Uh, it was minus 30 degrees and the uh, most active traveling period uh, for all the people. And, uh, you know, every day only on parking in Moscow costs a uh, thousand euros. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, including all the canceled flights and so on. And to come as a technician to come to Moscow, you had to get a visa, Russian visa, right. which yeah. in the Russian embassies, they were not uh, opening visas for foreigners because of the COVID limitations. So what we had to do, we had to put a technician from Dusseldorf to Diamond 42 and fly on mm -hmm. Diamond 42 as a crew member. Uh -huh. yeah. Two days flights uh, with overnight in, I think, in Vilnius to okay. Moscow. And we were but so you can happy. do it in one day as well. If you take off in the morning, no, you but can, we, we we had to from, had... from the base we had to collect uh, okay, yeah. again the, we, because time. of the same okay, yeah. what the limitations yeah, you yeah. said that uh, right. in France we had one, uh, the aircraft was parked yeah. in uh, France and so on. And another thing that uh, the aircraft had to leave uh, Moscow the same day. So I mean, right. 
Uh, ah, okay, understood. Yeah. So, so you we, are, you we, are, we you, couldn't we couldn't you leave the fly, pilots there. Correct. You want to fly off in Vilnius early morning? Yes. Right? Yeah, yes, that, yes, that, yes. That yes, makes yes, sense. Yes. You just fly there and leave on the same. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. And again, uh, it yeah. was another issue. Minus 35 or 40 degrees. Oh, yeah. To stay overnight, it's uh, and it, it hangar. It's everything almost so crazy difficult there. to keep the, the safety of air operations high with such kind of, of requirements. Yes, but, but what but I should say, without yeah. Diamond Forty Two, where it we could work. make uh, so easy yeah. permissions and so on, uh, we couldn't survive. So we no, could be stuck there. And and that's the point because technicians, yeah. If you go to a higher level of operations like business jets and so on, you always have pilots and technicians, right? Yes. And uh, very hard to combine them together, right? But on on this level of, of of GA traveling, yeah, you always find technicians which are also pilots. Yeah, yeah, sure, right? sure, they travel sure, for themselves. sure, sure. You talk sure. about the German that's, ones. That's, yeah, yeah? That's, that's, they fly the themselves up there. That's and, the story. And, and yeah, make, and make they kind work, of. Right? Uh, uh, the yeah. kind of emergency pilots, mm -hmm. technicians who can Field fix and, yeah. and test and fly yeah. and... And, uh, and the, putting the point up again, and this is what we have seen actually, um, initially when the Covid breakout and the lockdowns came, that the, the market dropped rapidly, but then actually, the, exactly how you put it on, uh, how you put it is that the market so well, there is an alternate way of, of flying to a reasonable cost level, Right before I sit into the airlines uh, tied together, yeah, and and getting the danger actually of, of getting sick out of that. Uh, if 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 the CEO gets sick, that's yeah, a bad thing yeah. for the company. Uh, yeah, I, I, agree, I, I, I better I better make a point to point travel on on their own airplane. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. We have a lot of customers. Yes. They are important CEOs. They're important yes, politicians. Yes, 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 they're yes, yes, they're whatever. Yeah, and they do their own traveling. Yeah, yeah, right? sure, sure, They don't sure, have sure. pilots to do their own. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. And this makes sense. Yes, yeah? and uh, most of our especially elderly clients or clients with very right. small kids. Yeah. They would prefer to avoid any changes. Uh, I mean, all, all these big airports, uh, and also nobody, in fact, knows. Uh, you know, nowadays everybody, especially on COVID, uh, <laughs> but right. uh, but never That's knows correct. how yeah. it's in big aircrafts, uh, yeah. how it works. And uh, I mean, let's say in 10, 20 years, we would know what does it mean COVID means, uh, that, but that, uh, that's but not now. But you yeah. know, if people can afford to pay extra 100 euros uh, for private trip, uh, then it's uh, give advantage and, to all and, of us. And the point is, I was just actually sitting in the, in the, in the cockpit with one of his customers. Um, today, with, with, with applications like ForeFlight, yeah, your flight planning is done in two minutes. Yeah, yeah, right? that's also you send important. it over yeah. with Bluetooth to the aircraft, yes. everything is done within a couple of minutes. Yes. You sit in there at your, air, yes. at your airport and within Frankly speaking, two hours, three hours of flight, you're yeah. everywhere yeah, yeah, in sure, Europe. Sure, sure, yeah? sure, sure. Uh, If you mean airline, yeah, you have to travel one hour to the airport, then you have to be one and a half hours to two hours before yeah, the departure yeah, time over there. Yeah, yeah. So you are actually already at your destination yes, when they yes, start boarding. Yes, yes, yeah? absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So this is yeah. big advantages to that. I really love diamonds. Uh, I really love uh, the concept of the company. I love the quality of the aircrafts. Uh, as I told, I've been uh, not even testing. I was flying, like ordering and flying myself uh, from point to point for business meetings. And uh, yeah. I should say that it's uh, uh, maybe it's not the same level comfort as Honda Jet, but uh, it's much cheaper. And, but uh, the point is, the point is, you don't need a type rating. You don't need to have two, two pilots. You do that yourself. 
Yes. Yeah? You get into that airplane. Yeah. You 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 crank the you crank the motors, uh, the starter motor, and 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 just go. Right. Yes. And this is the big advantage. You see, the only thing which uh, limit me from uh, obtaining license and fly myself because I associate the traveling with uh, champagne. And we had a big banker uh, right. flying with me from Nice uh, to Strasbourg. So we got a bottle of champagne and we were drinking champagne inside Diamond 62 sure. with the same level of comfort as we could have in luxury Maybach or Mercedes. Sure. So it's not even like a small car. I consider it like a more luxury car. It's like sure. limo car. Right. And so, I mean... Just, uh, just don't fly yourself when you do something like that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Sure, sure, um, sure. Because, sure. No, uh, I mean, that's the limit in me from that, flying that, myself. That, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Right. <laughs> Okay, thank you very much. It was really a pleasure to meet you. Thank you, thank you for your replies you. and uh, hope to work together. Yeah, looking forward. Thank you. Thank you.